Hello, everybody. Welcome to your private moments. Uh, these are the little moments that we go back into our archive. It's like going into a library, we find our favorite book, we open it up for you, and you get to listen to it, if that makes any sense. Uh, anyway, today's private moment is with Help I Sexed My Boss with William Henson and Jordan North. The two guys, they sit, they talk about different things, they solve dilemmas, they talk about etiquette. It's an amazing uh, podcast they have, and they came on Private Parts, and we had the most amazing chat. We found out, by the way, why holding your pinky up in the air while drinking tea is a bad thing. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's to do with an STD. Here's the episode with Help, I Sexed My Boss. William, you said... Mm. An interesting fact about teacups. So, yes. so we need the answer to this. Well, one, one of my, the banes of my life is when people, use, whether they're in films, TV, on stage, or in real life, are sitting there drinking their tea with their little finger extended because they think it's posh. Now, we all know it's not, but actually, although it does have its origins in the aristocracy of France, um, but it was not what people think it is. So in effect, in um, the court of Louis Fourteenth, where sort of the word etiquette itself sort of was invented, uh, or created, uh, tea was just come in from China. It was very expensive, and thus only the aristocracy were drinking it because they could they could afford it. And it was drunk at the end of a meal. Now, as you know from your basic French history, the French at the time yep. were quite promiscuous, uh, and you know, husbands and wives or whatever, they would be a lot of bed sharing, swingers, and <laughs> and it was <laughs> thus because of that there was uh, quite a lot of sexually transmitted disease that was going around, in particular syphilis. And mm. uh, it was not considered polite in the court of Louis Fourteenth to sleep with someone without telling them in advance that you had syphilis. So a silent etiquette was created that when you were flirting with them across the Hall of Mirrors or wherever, you would drink your tea and extend your little finger as a subtle nonverbal communication that, FYI, I have syphilis. And then, of course, if you extended your little finger back wow. at me, great, because you can't get it twice – and uh, and that was that was that. So people think they're doing it to be posh, but you're doing it. That's you're basically saying you've got the clap. Yeah, I didn't know that. You're absolutely right. That's not also the clap. The clap is. I think is the clap chlamydia or is that syphilis? We've is had that this, your daughter? I've had yeah. this. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. I've had this That's... conversation before because I think old school clap means gonorrhea. Like, I think my, like my parents' age, but like when I was at uni. You had yeah. the clap and chlamydia. Do you remember doing the loads the of chlamydia tests and getting like free yeah. boxers and socks? Doing and stuff chlamydia tests? Yeah, in nightclubs. Yeah. You'd get oh, a free, right. like you'd go into a nightclub at uni, and if you did a chlamydia test, because it was rife, and <laughs> it was at my uni. The original you'd get like a free pair of boxes, some sunglasses, a free WKD. It was class. Uh, I, remember right. I, went, I went and had a, I went and had an STD check when I was sixteen years old because uh, my girlfriend at the time said, "I'm not going to sleep with you unless you have an STD mm. check." Wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very. She's true. seen made in jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> when I was sixteen, and she said that, and I was like, "Okay, fine." And I walked in there, and I was, you know, nervous, and you sort of sit there, and you sit in the room. is sixteen, so this is what. 16 years ago and there was like this jack the lad cocky guy oh they're making this noise oh, this, like, all of them oh, and making all that and he went in before me and he went into the loo to do and what they used to do is they swab up your urethra yeah oh they would that's how they do it so they swab up in it really sore with like a little thing that looks like it looks like a little thing you blow bubbles out of you know but like a, oh, that's a mini version that of what that they do? yeah anyway he then came out of uh, the room, and he was sheet, sheet, <laughs> sheet white. And I went into the room, and there was just blood all in. And I thought, yes, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. But now it's all changed. Now you just have to 
pee or something. That's yeah. Really yeah. Well, that, that teacup thing is very interesting. That teacup yeah. thing is so very basically, the, the sort of the staff or the, of, of Louis the Fourteenth and his court would see the sort of the, the Aristos doing that, and thus they thought, oh well, it must be really posh to stick the uh, finger out because uh, they didn't know what the the etiquette was because at the time etiquette, particularly in Louis the Fourteenth and Fifteenth time, was incredibly exclusive and it was quite snobby. And so they, they just didn't know. The other school of thought on the little finger thing is that the particular strain of syphilis that was around then was so severe that it made you, it sort of, you couldn't sort of use your fingers normally. So thus your fingers <laughs> naturally really? stuck out. So is, that either how, way, um, is that how King Henry uh, VIII died? Idi Amin as well, syphilis. syphilis. Yes, no, gout, possibly. Then, eh? <laughs> I mean, I think Henry VIII had a lot of problems. Just talking of gout. This guy. Oh, have you got gout? Have you got gout? Yeah, he does. He has gout. I used to do. A, I used to do a, a routine about the fact that my dad has gout. He has gout. And uh, has and, gout. and I went to the doctor once. And the doctor said it's quite likely you'll get gout because your dad has gout. And I was like eighteen at the time. Tom has gout. So I used to do this routine about being the youngest person ever to have gout. Don't regret your routine. Yeah, it's, yeah. A good, it's, it's a good one. It's a good, it's a good a f- one to have. There's a fellow who used to go into my pub that had gout, and he tells the same story every time. I yeah, remember it went for, but he was in agony with it. Yeah, it's it's touched, awful. Yeah, he touched it. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's awful. But 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 you always said that apparently if you 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 say shame your toe and you go right and they go yeah you got gout. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you can see it from a toe that you have oh, gout. When, when my dad has a flare up, it's terrible. It, it, oh, so it's ongoing. Yeah, he has to take tablets every day for it. Oh, gosh. But, um, but when he has a flare-up, it's bad. It's yeah. just the worst. What is he doing in the 1600s? I don't understand. Why yeah, well, the, doesn't I it come to, from an excess of good I used to say, I thought you had to fuck Henry VIII to get gout. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said that word. <laughs> I can imagine you having gout. Gout? I don't, I don't drink enough very red wine. Cool. If you had gout, it'd be very fitting with you. Yes. Yeah, that would yeah. be a disease I would I feel imagine. like, William, you would be proud if you had gout. Well, do you know what? There's an ep- Are you familiar with the programme Keeping Up Appearances? I, I've Mrs. heard Bouquet. of it. Yeah. Yeah, There's a whole episode. Mrs. Where, Bouquet. Yes, yeah. where Richard, her husband, gets athlete's foot, but she can't cope with telling people he's got athlete's foot. So it becomes gout, because that's more socially acceptable. Because it's a Duke's disease. Yeah, well, you catch, so it, you catch it from, like, um, an excess of good living. drinking too much red wine and red yeah. meat. and So it's, like, associated with wealth and... Yes, um, yeah. it's much more acceptable. The problem with the syphilis thing, right? Is if if I was across the table. How do you tell people you have syphilis? <laughs> I don't. So I'll put my finger up. <laughs> but uh, but I, I yeah, there's my, an article I just, yeah, I just take my pocket out. <laughs> but I if I if I was at a dinner party and someone across the table from me I was quite hot and then they raised their little finger as I got more drunk I'd be like oh, fuck it whatever I mean I would just I mean I, it was back in the day. Well, that's why I said syphilis is like so right. Forty or whatever you mm. die at forty or something like that. Yeah. Do well, they didn't care. Is syphilis still a thing now? I believe so. Hope you enjoyed that little episode. Remember, if you like the episode, just go back into our archive, listen to the whole episode. You're going to love it. Also, by the way, guys, we have Hayley Morris. Hayley Morris is back on this Friday. Come check it out. Go and check out our socials. Go and check out our YouTube at Private Podcast. Sending you love and joy and happiness. See you on Wednesday or Friday for another episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.